0: All right, everybody, welcome back in. It is week eight, college football pick show. We're rocking and rolling. We had a nice little, well, most of us had a nice week last week. Uh, I mean, fall's here. It's just wonderful. I'm with my best friends. We're talking college football. I mean, nothing could go wrong. Isn't that right, Rob?
1: Nothing. I mean, beautiful weekend. Um, well, my Sunday was ruined, but uh, Saturday was beautiful. Um, you know, if somebody ever looked at the text chat between me and Stu on a college football Saturday, you might think we were mortal enemies or we hated each other, but um, the chat was fired up on Saturday. We Bobcat told me and Stu to actually touch grass in the middle of me and him.
0: It, it, it extended from the chat to Twitter, yeah. and then people tried to join in, and then they got decapitated on Twitter.
1: It it, Twitter. it was the chair over the head. It was the chair over the head. Yeah, you know what I mean. Brokers
2: at the point of uh, it, Rob at kickoff. How many salami and and bourbons did you have? I don't know what you do down there.
1: Um, <laughs> we had pork rolls. We had what do we have? Oh, we had bur. Saturday pork roll sandwiches. Um, I didn't have any bourbon. I we actually had red
0: wine. We had a few beers <laughs> and a little red wine. Sorry, it <laughs> soprano. Well, yeah, the the, the, the dagos and guineas out at the yeah. Rutgers game. Oh, how how dare nice. you? Yeah,
1: yeah, nice nice cigar. It was raining though. It was terrible weather. Did and, you make sure to uh, put
0: ketchup on your spaghetti?
1: How dare you? Um, I have how to is- say, this year usually there's a ton of Michigan State fans. This is the least amount I've ever seen for Michigan State. Usually, they bring a ton.
0: Why? Why wouldn't? Why? Why would we show up?
1: They're uh, they have pitchforks at Mel Tucker's house right now. Still. Support, the team,
0: support, support the
1: team, though.
0: You got to support. Support. This is what I say about fandom. Support it's what fun. team, Rob? Support what team? It's college football. Listen, a listen. quarter, a quarter to a half of these guys are playing right now, so they can get taped, so they can leave. Mm, the coaching right. staff are a bunch of either idiots con men or are harlan barnett and you're listening to kids bop on the sideline so what is that what am i supposed to root for
3: My no but i'll say department
0: this. is a dumpster fire
3: no you feel like i felt like when jeremy perl was coaching tennessee
0: i i've i've seen this show i've seen this show i i guarantee you and we'll get to it later on a hey, newsflash put your entire mortgage on michigan this weekend uh, it's my game of the year century. They are going to hit us like a damn pinata. And you know what? They should. You're going to get the Bobby Williams. I think I lost this team after the game. That I, I'm calling it. And the fact you almost lost to the absolute worst, and they are worse than Northwestern, the absolute worst team in the Big Ten is. No, awful. they're not worse than Northwestern. Northwestern has a Big Ten win. You think Michigan State's getting one this year? I rest my case. Yes, oh, I do. With
3: yeah. Northwestern's been scrappy.
1: Northwestern. I think Michigan. I think Michigan State will win a Big Ten game
0: against who? Is, is Chicago back in the Big Ten? Are we playing Chicago? Let me
1: see the. Uh, let me see the schedule here. Hold
0: on. Let me see. Is is uh, we could play uh, the Windsor <coughs> Health and Physicians oh. School? Like well, they Michigan. only have two
3: home games left: Michigan and Nebraska.
0: They oh, they'll beat. They might beat Indiana.
3: Indiana might be the worst team in the Big Ten.
0: Wait, wait. I'm
1: they'll, they'll, def, in the they'll room. definitely oh, they'll, they'll,
0: they'll beat Nebraska and Indiana. They can't. They they have no special teams. They might they beat have Minnesota. no special teams. None, none. I well, we know that they can't catch a punt. They don't know how to punt when they're not shanking a ball 14 yards. They're trying to kick to all-American mm. punt returners. They ah, can't cover a, cool. a punt. They they can't field a punt, and all they do is go three and out. So they're constantly punting. So it's an issue. How you were down 24 to 6 or whatever it was is wild.
1: Wow, we know how they were down. I mean, just you know, horrific calls by the referee. The only
0: the only silver lining, Rob. Mm-hmm. Is that you guys will probably end up in the little Caesars bowl and me and you get to party in Detroit? At that's Christmas. right, that's right. That is the only silver We get to get down. Mark. Listen, if, if, if you we get think to a bowl, you're man, not eating hot dogs all weekend.
1: Oh, it, it, it's it's Coney Dogs for Christmas, baby. If we make it out to Detroit, forget about it. And I told you. I'm I'm staying out in eight mile. I mean, I'm getting the true
0: experience of. Yeah, trip. we're we're gonna we're gonna help you out with that. We'll we'll get you in the spot. You won't I'm be. I'm gonna
2: title sorry. this show on YouTube the poverty program fight.
0: <laughs> in <rock>. Michigan, state's <laughs> a top twenty five program, top twenty five in the country, and we have, uh, <clears a throat> absolute throat> clown car on <clears> throat> fire. Throat> okay. Uh, let's look at uh, what they spend on athletics. Top twenty-five in terms He's of been a lot, but He's and guess what? You got a bunch of donors that are a bunch of billionaires that just well, listen, tried to pay listen, a coach. 100 you have million. to
1: have you have to have a lot of money when you spend that much time on Facetime and you're on the internet doing things and
3: tissues and you know. In whatever. terms of in terms of spending, where would they rank in in the Big Ten? Uh, really, like, I
0: think I saw a list, and they you, were. Would you say you are the fourth first, or fifth? would this at some point this season? Behind
3: really, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, like is that
0: they're a, they're behind. They're uh, who's got something planned Yeah, I, I
3: guess between, behind those three, it's pretty much everybody. Yeah, They're they're about
0: fourth or mm-hmm. fifth, but I, I would, would the might spend they got more, that peacock money know. coming in. They got a ton of money put into this program.
3: Yeah. That's why, yeah. So i going to Mel Tucker. Maybe. Uh,
0: we'll we'll wait and see on that. We will wait and <laughs> see on that. Um, but anyway, yeah, Rob, congrats on the victory, you, lucky win. Um, f- failed to cover. I have no idea how. Um, but yeah, that was
1: the best case scenario. You lost money and Michigan State lost.
0: Oh no, I made money. I made money on that game. I made money because I bet Rutgers at halftime money line, and I showed you the fucking ticket. Yeah, you did. Yeah,
1: you did get him at plus five sixty. That was a good bet.
0: <laughs> yeah, nice too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you didn't know how that game was going to end, you're fucking lunatic. Um, <laughs> free money. Uh, anyway, let's get into it. Uh, we got the whole crew here, minus the Bobcat, who is. We're just waiting on a bail bondsman phone call at some point tonight. So. Uh, the boy JC CVD Roberto, we're all back. Let's start it off. Roberto, you're always the leadoff hitter, you're the Lenny Dystra of this crew, probably because you look like them right now, and uh, you certainly eat like them. Um, Roberto 19 and 17 overall, coming off a, a four and three week dogs, three and four locks. Five and three. Roberto, what do you got for us?
1: All right. We're going to start it off Saturday. Last week wasn't too bad. Pitt was a nice one. If you sprinkle a little bit, of Pitt money line. I like Pitt. In that game, late night, I got into Hawaii. I it was, it, was, it, was, it was an okay Saturday. But listen, Rutgers won, so it made it all worth it. My first bet Saturday. Now, I, I can't say the name on the show because I'll get fined. But it's a school in Pennsylvania that's getting four points on Saturday, okay. and I like them a lot. It's a it's a school in Pennsylvania that bad things happened at, and bad people attend. But listen, it's uh they don't want to be
0: you don't want to be a young male adult at that school. Is that no. fair to say? No, no, okay. definitely
1: not. Definitely yeah, because it's not a big.
0: But because it's a big 10 school. Yeah, yeah. you poverty yeah. SEC. Yeah, because There's six, uh, is, down here, six is down dog, here. Six is down here or 10
1: up there. The same. You've seen it. You've seen it. Uh, my second bet Saturday. And I, I really like this bet. It's not my lock, but I'm I re- really feeling strong about this one. I love Arkansas getting sick, uh, giving six at home versus Mississippi State. I think Arkansas is in a perfect spot here. Obviously, their season hasn't went too well. Mississippi State, I just don't Rob, trust.
0: Rob, we, you know the drill on the show. You know the drill on the show when it comes to that school. Pro- pronounce it correctly.
1: Oh, mid-fifth day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like Arkansas in this spot. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I, I just think the line speaks volumes to me. Six. They're are a two and five team and they're, you know, they're favored by six points versus Mississippi State. That that speaks volumes to me. Uh, third bet of the weekend, and this will be my regular bet. I love Boston College getting four and a half. I think shout Georgia Tech. The shout out bags. I like I like BC in this spot. They're taking money early on in the book. Georgia Tech coming off that miracle that miracle win at Miami. Shout out to Paul. Scoop on the U. Just tough, tough scenes. But you want really, to see a
0: you want scene. to see a human being having oh, yeah. an emotional breakdown. Check out uh, our guy. Scoop on the U. God love Paul. He's a good dude, but Jesus Christ, he's going through a tough time in his life.
1: Now listen, for you guys that follow the show, if you've been on Twitter for years like me and still, okay, Danny Boy Kane, oh one of the God. most. Original college football mongos you will ever see. Uh, El Perez always like retweets him or quote tweets him. I mean, his tweet Friday night when he was in that hotel room in North Carolina. Just (laughs)
0: just, for our listeners, Danny put up a video where he he (laughs) piped into the local television channel in Chapel Hill and they have a camera. Right at Main Street, and he was talking about all the all the shops and and the route to get to the stadium and really dissecting traffic patterns uh, pregame. I mean, that's how that's how deep Danny gets.
1: Yeah, it was. It it was something hilarious Uh, to go back and watch some of his videos. He's he's an absolute mongo. Uh, My best bet of the weekend this week. I love Utah getting seven in this game versus USC. The line kind of makes me a little bit nervous. Is that your best bet
0: or your dog of the week?
1: Utah is going to be my best bet of the week. My dog of the week is going to be. Oh, I gave you that before the show, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My best bet of the weekend is going to be Utah. The line's a little shaky to me, but. I just think this USC defense absolutely stinks. I think Utah will be able to move the ball on them. And I like Utah's defense. I think they'll be able to hang in there. You know, Caleb will probably have a bounce back game. Uh, You know, I love Notre Dame last week. I mean, Caleb was horrific in that game. I don't really think he cost himself any spots in the draft. I don't know how you guys feel about that. I mean, it wasn't a good performance, but it happens. I mean, it snowballed on the road. I mean... Chris, what, what did you think about the way he played Saturday? Did you watch any of that game?
3: Uh, I did watch a little bit of it. I mean, <clears throat> it was definitely subpar for what we're used to with him. Uh, he, he was getting a lot of pressure. He took six sacks. They couldn't run the ball. Um, you know, no, Notre Dame, they, they kind of turned it into a, a slog. It was a physical game. Notre Dame only had 251 yards in that game. USC actually had the yardage edge, which I didn't realize until I just looked at it. Five, minus five turnovers for USC in that game really changed the, the tide. Yeah, it was a poor performance. Um, but no, it, it doesn't change everyone's opinion on him. We've seen too much good to have one game affect where he gets drafted. He's still the number one pick in the draft or first quarterback taken. Our um, Bears
1: quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, and and they might get Marvin Harrison Jr. My best bet of the weekend, believe it or not, I am going to go to the Miami Hurricanes. I, I love this spot. Stu, wait, to wait, 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 wait.
0: Is Utah your best bet, or is Miami your best bet?
1: Oh, my my Miami's my long shot
0: play. I'm sorry, long shot. Jesus play. You know I'm Christ, Rob. Yeah, you know I'm mess. Mother of up. God. <laughs>
1: I I like Miami as my long shot play this week. I just don't think Clemson, I I don't know. I I just don't like the way they're playing. Miami obviously has been in a two-game funk. I think they could snap out of it here. This line speaks volumes to me that it's only at three and a half. Uh, I think Miami wins it outright. And my last bet of the weekend, Stu is going to laugh, but I think Michigan State covers. I think (laughs) Stu's making too much of it. I think Miami covers this. I mean, I think uh, Michigan State covers this 24 and a half.
0: Okay, you keep thinking that.
1: I'm telling you
0: okay uh it's been well it, it's been uh 1985 is the stat you got going for you. 1985 is the last time the war criminals beat MSU at East Lansing by more than three touchdowns. okay. however, in years where Michigan State has fired their coach, Michigan has covered over thirty the last four or five times that's happened. So you got some dueling things there, but yeah, I think they should cover. I think they cover. I I I could uh, get into MIT next week. We'll see what happens. All right, let's go to Mister Tuesday Night. He is the whole effing show. He is seat. V D, ncsports.com, Sports.com, nc, <clears throat> sports.com, cvd, Chris Van Effendine. How are you, sir? 17. I'm good. I just,
3: I just realized my picks on your show sucked last week. I had a good oh, week horrific. overall. One, one in six. Yeah, I had a good week overall, and I just realized I looked down at my notes from the last show, and I'm like, Lost, lost. What the heck? Everything I put out on your show, lost. I was two and one on the Power Sweep podcast. Our our late phones went four and three on Saturday. Just
0: yeah, literally one and look at a draw. You know, and possibly problem... your worst week of the year uh, brings you to seventeen and twenty eight, two and eight on your dogs.
3: Part of the problem I have Doing is seven I, on you know, i I we we put out Power Sweep. I've got picks in Power Sweep. Our Power Sweep picks were. uh Five and one or four one and one, depending on what you got Oregon at last week. Um we had Oklahoma State as our underdog our play of the week. Uh now keep,
0: just a heads with, up for power sweep. Can I just offer some advice on there? What's that? So the four star was Oregon, correct? Yeah. And you had Oregon by seven in the write-up, correct? Yes. If I was reading that. You do have the plus sign as yeah. like oh take the points plus the points. Yeah. So you read that as Oregon money line.
3: We never suggest money line. We are okay. simply saying Oregon is getting the points and our our projected line was Oregon by 7.
0: Okay. We got we got to work on making that a little bit clearer because I was reading that and I was like, "Huh?"
3: Understand the confusion. It's one of those things that's the same way it was done in 1982, so it's the same way we still do it. And I doubt I would get anyone to change it. Smells clean. <laughs> it is clean. But yeah, that's uh,
0: good to hear, CBD. Yeah, it, you're you're doing good everywhere else except this show. You are. Yeah.
3: Yeah, power, objectively
0: uh, horrific this year. And well, our,
3: our our power sweep has actually been pretty bad. Last week was the first really good week we've had in power sweep. So start, uh, hey, that was that was good to see. And the tide. Custom it might be something
1: to do with Stu's face. It it angers a lot of people that face. It's it angers hard.
0: a lot of people. Hey, uh, Chris, quick question. Uh, yeah. You have a small lead. You have an incapable quarterback. Do you start throwing the ball against a really good defense with two minutes left in the yeah. game, or you just run it out? Uh, maybe, sorry. maybe a little. How game, maybe dare you? Question. How dare? Maybe you? Maybe for another time.
1: <laughs> Listen, the Jets have been down for many years, and we wanted to make that this. This is a
0: college football show, Rob. We don't oh, talk sorry. NFL. Sorry. I'm not. I wasn't talking about your your horrific loss. Could you imagine going to that game anyway, oh, Chris? All
3: right. <laughs> so first, let me preface this by saying I freaking hate this board this week. Hate it. Uh, you know, I, I did my weekly meeting with Phil and Robbie, and we were going through. We we really struggled to find power sweep star rated plays. So, I uh, mean, like the
0: FCS board though this week. That's the real question. I, don't,
3: I haven't really looked at it yet. I, I don't do my FCS analysis until Wednesday, so I'm going to look at it tomorrow. Um, I'm going to start with my underdog play of the week. It's going to be Auburn. They failed me last week, but, you know, I've, I've tended to zig when teams zag, and it's frustrated me, but I'm not I, – I I penciled this as a game I thought Auburn could win like weeks ago, and I, I'm sticking by it. The offensive struggles as far as uh, – have mostly been on the road. Their best offensive performances have all come at home. They had 307 yards against Georgia at home. They can run the ball. Ole Miss is coming off a bye, but, you know, sometimes teams come off a bye, they're they're rested, but when they're winning constantly, they kind of get complacent and come out flat in their next game, and I think this could be a tough situation with a, a, a nasty road environment, and you Freeze is a good coach. So I, I think that Auburn's in a, in a prime position at home to possibly pull an upset. They're getting six and a half here. I just think that this defense will do enough to keep this game close. Uh, we haven't seen Ole Miss's offense look like we expected at the beginning of the year. You know, that the uh the LSU game is really the only time they really lit it up.
0: Everybody scores on LSU. Yeah,
3: yeah. So except, except for Robert. Um but you know, hey, looking hey, back Ford. on that. Looking back on that, that was that was a bad matchup for Auburn. And I, I I played the angles and I I looked at series history and ignored the fact that LSU, uh, they haven't been stopped and Auburn can't throw the ball. They, they're not going to be able to keep up with a potent offense like that. I don't think Ole Miss actually has as potent an offense as LSU. I know they matched up and beat them a couple weeks ago. But, you know, the, the Tulane game earlier this year, Tulane had a backup quarterback. They couldn't move the ball as well. And Auburn was only leading by seven in the fourth quarter. That was a misleading final. The Georgia Tech game was a misleading final. that They were only winning that game. Uh, I think it was a seven-point game at uh was it yeah, seven-point game at the start of the fourth quarter. And Ole Miss scored four touchdowns in the fourth quarter or three touchdowns in a field goal in the fourth quarter to pull away. So they've had some misleading finals. I, I just think Auburn at home is gonna be a tough out for them. Uh as far as my luck, I'm having a hard time finding one to be honest. Um
0: look at 730. There's an easy one.
3: <laughs> well, and Michigan is our early bird, so uh we, we did put out our early bird play of the week is if, if that's what you're referring to. I, I, don't,
0: I don't I don't know who
3: that is. Oh, war criminals, sorry.
0: Oh, them. Yeah, yes. hundred percent Hamas, yes. Yeah. Do you want me to put you down for Hamas? Uh uh
3: it's our early bird play. So yeah, you can put me down for, for the war criminals.
0: Okay. War criminals.
3: Not, not as my lock.
0: Okay. You would like the war criminals.
3: Though. Uh, my lock is I'm going to go against one of the coaches that I, I most dislike and I most enjoy playing against. And that is the fighting Butch Joneses. Lyle is, is a walking beatdown. His teams get smoked when they lose. Their three losses this year by 73, 34, and 34 against three pretty good teams. They're playing Coastal Carolina this week. Now, I I don't like that the line's moved against me, the the line's up to 10 and a half. But what I do like is I watched that Appalachian State game last week, and, you know, they were playing at App State, and I hadn't uh, really liked Tim Beck's uh, changes to to this offense. And they'd really been struggling – from what we're used to seeing with Grayson McCall in coastal carolina but if you watched the game last week they installed a bunch of Jamie Chadwell's offense back into the back into the the scheme uh, running a lot of option uh giving giving uh, Chadwell RPOs and it it worked they put up a season high 569 yards McCall threw for a season high 373 It just looked like a different offense when when they put that scheme back in. And I I think that Butch Jones is not long for this job uh, or, you know, I refer to him as Lyle, his true name Uh, and and Lyle's team since he has been there have been a, a lot of lopsided losses on his resume at Arkansas State. So I think the Coastal Carolina only minus 10.5 is a great spot here. They just beat a better team on the road, and now they're playing Arkansas State, who, you know, the the quarterback has played well, but you look at that 10-to-1 ratio, and you're like, oh, man, this quarterback must be pretty good. Well, he threw six of those touchdown passes against UMass, and he threw three against Southern Miss and one against Stony Brook. So uh, the, the 10 touchdowns that he has thrown – not really indicative of how good this kid is against Troy. He was 15 of 27 for 156 yards, no touchdowns. So um not convinced that Jalen Rainer is the answer for them, a quarterback and their defense is uh, as, as Stu likes to say, AIDS. So I'm going to go uh, <laughs> Carolina minus 10 and a half. Uh I, A couple of the plays I'm going to throw out, give me BYU at home. Texas Tech is in bad shape. A quarterback, they might be starting a true freshman quarterback making his first career start. By the
0: way, Texas Tech coming off of just an absolute beatdown, yeah, of Baylor, just a, a thorough domination of Baylor,
3: and and now they're laying four on the road at BYU, which I know BYU's got some uh, some you know misleading finals like the Cincinnati game they won by eight, but they were outgained by two hundred and three yards. Arkansas, they win by seven, but they
0: BYU is not three. easy to play at. That elevation oh. is oh. real. And especially a night game.
3: Here's a stat for you. The last uh three years, BYU is 19 and three straight up at home. Now, mind you, they're getting points here. Nineteen and three straight up at home. Texas Tech, uh, the last, I believe it is uh five years. One, three, four uh four and six four and 17 four and 18 five and 18 straight up on the road and they're laying points on the road in elevation true freshman quarterback uh their backup quarterback is a wide receiver that they had to move over because Baylen, baron morton probably is not going to be able to play i don't think so bad shape for texas tech's offense and their defense isn't very good they don't travel well they already lost at Wyoming this year. They lost at West Virginia. So give me BYU, a team that we played against last week with TCU and power sweep. So uh, I'm going I'm to take the Cougars there. I'm also going to stick in a Big 12, which is weird for me because I don't usually play Big 12 games. But uh, Baylor looks like a mess. Baylor is playing horrific football. Uh, and, you know, two and four right now. They've like you mentioned that Texas Tech beatdown they they took. Uh they were smoked against Texas, beat by Utah with all the, all the back of quarterbacks. Also lost to Texas State earlier this year. I think Cincinnati is a little better than this. Um on philsteel.com, I was looking at our average game grades. The average game grade has an 11 point advantage for Cincinnati. So, you know, the line's only two and a half. You're talking about winning this game by less than a field goal. Basically, you just got to win the game. They are coming off four straight losses, but one of those losses was a four point, fourteen point loss to Oklahoma, uh, eight-point loss at BYU where they had a 203-yardage edge and they won at Pittsburgh this year. Iowa State's playing a little better lately, so I'm not, I'm not going to fault them too much for that loss. <clears throat> I'm not a big fan of Emory Jones, but I think Cincinnati can win this game uh, laying only two and a half. Uh, give me Wisconsin. I don't think that uh, Illinois is actually a good team. I know they beat Maryland last week. Maryland is known for, you know, laying an egg every once in a while, so I'm not going to read too much into that on Illinois' part. I know that Tanner is hurt. I think Braden Locke is a game manager that can get them through this game. I think Braden Allen. Didn't Braden he come Locke.
0: from uh, Mississippi? He did. Okay.
3: He did. Uh, so I will take – Wisconsin land two and a half on the road, given that I, th- I think they have the better defense here and the better run game. So, you know, I, 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 a lot of times we actually say to play on a team in their first game when the quarterback's injured because everyone's playing against them, the line moves, and a lot of times the rest of the team steps up in his place.
1: So That was a, uh, that, that was a crazy line I thought that one was last week. In a million years – how bad they looked the week before when they – who did they play the week before? It was Nebraska, right, at home. Yeah. They yeah. laid an absolute dud. No way I would thought they were going to go to Maryland. And that
0: total looks high. Company. With Malusi out and, you know, you've got uh, Mordecai out. you got a game manager in at quarterback. Illinois' offense looks like something out of 1934 Harvard offense. I, why is the total 42 and a half? That
3: does seem a little high and we do have our totals game of the month. So this week, so uh, that's something I'll look at.
0: That's so that we that creeps me out when I see a total like that. And I learned the hard way. Wow. I would, I didn't learn the hard way.
3: The first thing I would have to say in, in regards to Illinois, at least just looking at their finals Almost every game they've played, with the exception of the Nebraska game, has hit either close to close to 42 and a half or
0: over. Okay, who um, have they played?
3: Uh Purdue, FAU, Penn State. Maryland's
0: got a shit defense. Uh Purdue's got a horrific defense. Uh Florida Atlantic is well, that game went under. They're
3: getting better. They're they're getting better.
0: But um Penn State, this it, Forty-three, but that's just because Penn State was able to dump truck them. I I don't know. I I think I might add that play to my card. I don't understand why that total is the way it is, and I don't see I don't see Wisconsin scoring more than twenty-four, and I don't see Illinois scoring more than fourteen.
3: You're probably right about that. I mean, I I again I don't know what this quarterback is, is going to be like. I mean, he might be better than I think. Um he was he he was a Mississippi State recruit. So, you know, <laughs> but, and that would have been under under Mike Leach. So you know that Mike Leach would want a kid that can throw the ball a little bit. Um, but you know, from what we've seen, you know, he he's got an okay size, six one, two hundred pounds, I think, somewhere around there. But we haven't seen a whole lot from him yet. 16 of 31 this year 130 yards he hasn't while died.
0: you've been talking chris by the way i've added like four plays to my card <laughs> so Sounds thank like you
3: Um uh, and the only other thing i'm gonna i'm gonna use is i'm actually opposite of rob i got usc in this game we're not going to use it anywhere at north coast because i know a couple people don't like it i i kind of like it i think that on a bounce back I, I do agree that you you utah's defense is very good but their offense is pretty bad without uh, Cam Rising, who I think is going to end up redshirting this year. He'll he might come back and play the last. I one was game.
0: talking to Bobcat about that. If you're Cam Rising, this the quarterback point? class is absolutely loaded. Even if you go to the draft, what are you a fourth, fifth, sixth round guy?
3: Yeah, and you got too many question marks with your injury. You might as yeah, well.
0: I as well you well. come back for next year.
3: Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, defense is excellent. Offense is really bad. In that situation, I take the home team with the better offense because I just don't see how Utah is going to be able to score with them. And, you know, they haven't played great on the road this year. They haven't traditionally played great on the road, period. So I I think that in that situation they might get overmatched. But – The line
1: scares me a little bit. I I don't like that at seven. I I feel like I'm either – I feel like I'm going to be the smartest guy in the room with the biggest dumbass on Saturday, and be like, that "Well, it's one. your luck
0: of the week." So I'm glad you feel great <laughs> about it.
3: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you know, like I said, uh, not not my favorite board. I'm not putting on any totals because I haven't looked at them deeply yet. Um, but as of right now, that's what I've got.
0: I got totals for you. I got I got tons of totals for you. But before we get to totals, let's go to the head honcho the face that runs the place at the Pulse Sports Media Network. He is, he is the director of player personnel. He is J.C. Shelton, UGA football in the present. J.C., it's good to have you back, buddy. And in the background, we got UGA football yes, sir. Live with Arthur Lynch. Let's Sorry. go.
2: Your one-stop shop. Okay. Uh bye week worked out good. Good to see you guys again. Get back on. Georgia's on bye. Um, so pushing the I show have the bones things. to pick
3: with Georgia right now.
2: Chris, what's the matter, man? How can I help you?
3: <clears throat> you what hate to heck? see what? somebody who picked
0: Georgia game and another person who picked Georgia first half. You hate what to see
3: what the heck was that performance last week. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy
2: because we outgained them 500 and something to 180-something, something like
3: that. Yeah, 333-yard um, edge at the end of the game.
2: Yeah, so the scoreboard did not indicate that game. It was crazy. And, you know, you take away that one big pass, and it's a different game. Fanny scored that 49-yard pass, and Georgia was outgaining them from that in, like, two drives already. Yeah, um, and they, had,
3: they had a one-yard touchdown in the second – what, the fourth quarter – yeah, um, because it was
2: that pick, right? And Carson do, does not throw many of those. I don't know what he was seeing right there, um, but yeah, it was it was it was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah, was, We've seen was, that from sorry. Georgia this year. And I was talking to a former Bulldogs about that about playing at Vanderbilt, and they basically said it's like playing in in half of a high school stadium, which is ironic because it is half a college football stadium right now. Um, it's 11 a.m. It was 11 a.m. local kick. Right. And then also, even though you have more Georgia fans there, they're all hung over from Nashville night before. So the energy is even lower than it should be with all those people in attendance. So you had to get the juice for it and they did not play with juice when they started. So, and, yeah. And then Georgia plays, uh, you know, Kentucky and wipes them from the first snap. And it's just, it's weird like that.
3: Yeah. I, I have with Georgia this year, I have zigged. They have zagged. I liked them against Auburn. They didn't cover. I didn't. I, I backed off them against Kentucky because they burned me against Auburn. They destroy oh. Kentucky. And then I used the under against Kentucky. You're completely wrong about that because didn't know their offense was going to play like that. And then last week, I used them against Georgia. I mean, against Vandy. They, they had killed Vandy the last five years. Not I know. Jordan, Vandy hadn't scored They goals. did, but, you know, yeah, but not, two not, matchups. Not, what, not what enough to cover
2: them. You're going to bet Georgia is. Bet them against big teams. Bet, bet them in, in big time games, and they're probably going to cover. I'm interested to see. And I haven't seen the stat of they're against the spread as you know in a top 25 matchup. I bet it's pretty good.
3: Um, I can tell you that they're terrible against FCS teams, and like as a 40 plus favorite, I, I had that record a couple weeks ago. I don't know what it is now, but Vanderbilt's really the only team that you play that play Georgia against when they're laying like 30 plus because. Yep. They've covered the last five that they had killed them the, the last two years, like 117 to nothing combined. Exactly. And I was like, ah, they're gonna do it again. They're gonna have a crowd edge. Vanderbilt's gonna want to get the hell out of there. And then Vanderbilt scores like three plays into the game. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah. yeah. And it, but then it looked it looked okay in halftime, but the the thing that sucked was when Bowers got hurt and uh, Trust got hurt and uh, what was it Milton? I know Milton went out. Kristen yeah, Miller, and I'm like, man, they're, like they're gonna want to get the heck out of Dodge because they're oh. like, we've already gotten three guys hurt. It's halftime. Let's find. You ways could tell. To Yeah, you
2: could tell in the third quarter they were not playing aggressively at all. At um, all. I mean, they, they they took a 12 minute drive and they ran it like 10 times.
3: Yeah, and then they settled for field goal, which was a <laughs> killer when you're laying like 30, 32 and a half.
2: Yeah, I had them too. I had them too. So I went through it too. But um, we'll get into the picks. So start with the dogs. I have a few here. So I like Auburn, well, six and a half, Ole Miss for the same reasons. Oh, um, by the
0: way, J.C., I'm Chris. sorry to cut you off Yeah, because uh, you were in a deep Georgia Bulldog. By the way, we can all agree Georgia much better than Alabama as a uh, school. Um Yes. I don't I, think anybody on this show regularly would object to that,
2: because no. um, the people who do are lacking in the uh, IQ department.
0: Wow! Well, you're not going to live till next week. Uh, <laughs> J.C. Shelton, fifteen and seventeen on a, on the year, dogs, three and five, but however, that's a much better stat than his locks, which are one and five. Uh, <laughs> JC uh continue with your Auburn plus six and a half take
2: I kind of wish you did interrupt me now because now I just have zero well I have more confidence than Chris should. um dogs Auburn yes, yeah, six and a half I like what Chris is saying there everything he said uh, get back game for Hugh Auburn is one of the toughest players from talking to players who've played at Auburn it's one of the toughest places they've ever played and consistently um doesn't matter really how their team's doing. Those guys get up for that game, so it'll be it's in the prime slot too um, for them to play well. I I think they're just set up to maybe even win this game, but I'll I'll definitely take the points here. Um, And then I got Duke, my other dog, plus fourteen. You know, Duke's a tough team, man, and they they play some physical teams and played really well. So you know, I I like just because how physical they are, they're going to give Florida State uh, a game here. Um, So excited to see that. Even but but Coleman is a problem. A receiver he's going to be an nfl but he's gonna be a good nfl pro if he can you know barring any injuries and such but that what kid. what did is- you
3: think about the quarterback's performance last week for duke because that's the thing that had us going against uh duke this week normally i'm with you i want to play duke as an underdog yeah but i i just don't think riley leonard is gonna be back for this game
2: yeah well i hope so what's his status do we know
3: well, I, I, my I, I'm just thinking like from my experience. Well, Riley's not good,
0: playing this week
3: with, with no. high ankle sprains. He got hurt against Notre Dame. They had a bye week. They played NC State last week. It's only three weeks, and he's coming back from a high ankle sprain that looked bad on television. I just, I just don't think he's playing.
1: That line at 14-2 speaks volumes that he's not playing. I feel like yeah, yeah be which
3: 10, is why nine. which is why that because that, they didn't. Remember, last week they said that he was a game-time decision, but the line mm. was three, which was absurd. And
0: mm.
3: I, I felt like I that's that, why that th- line was three, because everyone knew he wasn't playing.
0: I, I think the the interesting thing about last week is he really didn't throw the ball. He, he had a, a player two.
3: He had 12 attempts he, and he had four completions, yeah.
0: Yeah, and he ran the ball. And I was looking at it, and it's very similar in some aspects to how Boston College played um, Florida State. I think you can run on Florida State. They're going to have to get really creative in the RPO game and what have you. However, Florida State at home, Duke's got to travel. That is going to be a big game for Florida State as they try to – they need this victory and they need to make a statement to get pushed up the polls. We're starting to get into that. You need to make statements, and you need to win big games. You need to defeat your top 25 opponents. That's I, I, a tough spot. I, I think Duke's a really good football team. Mike yeah. Elko, shout out uh, pride of Texas A&M. I don't know where else he's from, but just a great Texas A&M born and bred coach. Um, I respect Duke, but Man, that's I'm sorry lot. to
3: cut you off, JC. I was just curious if you saw anything from that.
2: No, no, good. I mean, I, I I thought he was gonna play because he was game time last week. And, you know, high ankles, yeah. I mean, but if he's if he's gonna be a passer more, they might let him go. I think it depends on how he's feeling. But usually those those length of recoveries for the high ankles are pretty lengthy, right? And he can't wait for a while because of the swelling that's why Brock's getting the tie surgery on his. Um, he can come back faster with it. Um but, yeah, we'll see about that. I mean, I'm probably not going to put it in until I know more about that. but I'll, I'll go with it for the sake of the show. I think it's just really physical. Um, and we have a physical team like that on both sides of the ball, they'll keep you in there, maybe if your quarterback's not healthy or you do something else with a running quarterback, flow, throw Florida State off a little bit because um, I think the running quarterback really – and that even speaks – we can talk about Auburn in that aspect too because Georgia had issues obviously stopping that option and you don't really play many teams like that. So it's hard for those teams to prepare and do that. It's kind of – it's different situations for the linebackers, defensive linemen, reading keys, stuff like that, um, holding guys at the point so the linebackers can play free. So I, I think that's something that, you know, if Duke's able to do and run, maybe that would be maybe that'd be good for them. Um, Penn State, I I really have not liked Penn State all year. Um, but if – I think Ohio State obviously has the court and the problems they have passing the football – you know, who do you pick in the quarterback battle here? Penn State's obviously physical, so is Ohio State. Um, they did, I think, got, I think they got outplayed for most of that game versus Notre Dame um, and got away with the win there by some poor decisions by Notre Dame. But I think you take a physical team like this, and I, I say that a lot, these big-time games, more physical, I think. Um, it's going to be hard, though. It's going to be hard for him. Can Aller make enough plays? Um, he's looked good, but he hasn't played a defense like this. We'll see. I'm Pretty low scoring. What's the, uh, the uh, over-under on that? Total well, so See the there. over
0: under is interesting because it opened at I want to say 51 or 52, and it's crossed all the way down to 47, 46 and a half. It has plummeted.
2: I kind of I was looking at that earlier. I'm probably not going to play, I'm not sure enough, but I was thinking under for that. Maybe y'all do as well. I don't know. I think that's yeah, I, mean, I think it's a defensive battle here, right? And maybe Aller is able to open up some holes and put a little. Um, show together points wise but something to watch out for um
3: the thing that it makes me like that under is the fact I don't know if you guys saw the stat but Penn State's like last in the country in explosive plays I think I think Aller has like two plays of longer than 20 yards or something let me let me see if I can find that stat it's crazy how like few considering how how well they've played offensively how uh they haven't had any explosive plays
2: yeah. Well, you think too, like who's, so we think Aller. I mean, that's an interesting stat by the explosive plays. We think, I think from the, at least what they put on the field this year, he's better than court. Um, more, he looks more comfortable for sure. Um, man, running offense doesn't you know, hurt that as well, but the defensive wise, I mean, Penn state's up there in defense. I think they have this Ohio state defense beat from what we've seen, I uh, know Penn state, maybe quality opponents haven't been there. Um, but it'll be interesting. I think it's a defensive battle, so I might hit that under. Um, the last time yeah,
0: Ohio so, State went against a top defense, and I mean top Notre 20 Dame. defense, Notre Dame. and they struggled. Yeah, they what well, they happens did. when you they go did. up against a top 10 defense? Yeah.
3: Yeah, Aller has uh, just 19 of his attempts have been for, 50, for 15 yards or more the entire season. He's completed seven of those. So he has All- only seven completed passes. Of over 15 yards, and the average depth of his passes are six yards. Liz, now
2: I wouldn't be surprised. Go ahead.
3: That could be a product of they have played a pretty weak schedule and it have not need to show anything.
2: That's exactly what I was about to say. It's that we had a similar stat last year with Stetson Bennett, right? His his completions percentage on 20 plus yards though, so stuff like that was tops in the country, but the amount was one of the lowest in the country. But then when we had to do it, obviously, I mean, it, it worked out in the end. Um, so that, that I think that's something that maybe Aller might double those numbers, right, if he needs to. If he's like, you know, I don't know. Like that quality of the opponent, the games you play, you know, getting benched in the second half or whatever because you're up on Rutgers, Michigan State University.
3: They've been well ahead of every team they've played. Their closest win this year is by 17 points. Yeah.
2: and on this exactly. defense, pal. He's going to have to throw it deep, right? I mean, if you unless they just are able to control the line of scrimmage like that, but I don't know if you can do that with all those four and five stars for Iowa State or on the lines. But uh, I digress. Uh, UNC twenty three versus Virginia. Andre like made to make it a field day, but like six hundred yards of offense for UNC in this game. Um, Taz
0: Walker really opens up that offense. You know that is what they were missing. Taz Walker Dude, opens up. That yeah,
2: offense. that's. That's no coincidence he was able to come in and do that first day. Um, first game. So I like North Carolina. It's a lot of points. I just don't like that, but I'll take them. Um, uh, I think Virginia is just AIDS, as Stu would say. Um, and then because Stu is acting the way he will he is, I'm going to take Michigan. Uh who? Uh the what do you call them? The people the horrible people. What what is it?
0: Hamas. Uh KKK. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. War criminals, yes.
2: The guys with the rig, really, really ugly uniforms.
0: Oh, the war criminals. Yeah. Okay.
2: All right. All right. And also UJ football live, JC Shelton for all your dog fans who probably do not listen to Stu and Rob. Uh, yeah. And then the Pulse Sports Network. Subscribe when you can. And then Players Lounge where I might find my words there. And then USA Today still doing work for them as well.
0: JC, I'm not going to subscribe to the Players' Lounge until you start doing real schools like, I don't know, James Madison. Uh, <laughs> give me give me in-depth talk about Troy Trojans.
1: And you'd it's listen to them, too, but it's, it's, it's I'd, be, a,
0: I'd be all in. I, I could care less yeah. about the big schools. I want to know, yeah. what's the pulse of Georgia Southern?
2: Oh, I can tell you, Georgia, that's my Eagles, man. I was about to put them on the card. I was.
0: You want I'm a former Eagle guys. You want to put the Eagles on there?
2: I do not. No. I, I looked it over. I don't like it anymore. But I was one. Okay. Just for the sake of being an Eagle.
0: I'm a big Georgia State Panther guy.
2: They yeah. I mean, if you're following, yeah, if you're if you're putting it on them every week, then you're probably uh, up a few units.
0: A few shekels. They they came through last week. That was a line play. All right, JC Shelton, check him out. Uh he is the CFO of the Paul Sports Network. Please support the Pirate Ship. Check us out on the YouTubes. Please log in, check it out, give a thumbs up, give share it with your friends. You'll learn something. All right, now it comes to the Big Kahuna. Now, Bobcat, he is MIA. Um, he's actually technically in second place for picks this year. However, first place belongs to Big Papa Pump. Uh, what,
2: what's, why are we 30, letting him call himself this guy? Yet again, I
0: oh got 35, 26. Last week, five and three. Dogs. He does his
1: picks with a pencil, that's all I'll say. Wait, what did you say your record was, Stu? He go,
0: 35 and 26. That's pretty good, buddy. All Do the picks are Johnson. on audio recorded. But keep in mind, guys, keep in mind for the audience. Um, Stu
2: keeps track of his. So
0: your audio recorder if somebody wants to go back and listen you will come up with the same exact number
2: and you can say that because you know it will never happen and that's very smart <laughs> yeah that's why he said rob it. will
0: do it rob rob's got no life on the weekend. <laughs> but... yeah he'll 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 do it um 35 and 26 dogs 3 and 5 locks 5 and 4 uh we've been missing on our game of the month but it it just bad luck last week EJ Warner just goes out uh 10 minutes before the game that game would have went over bad luck brutal stuff all right let's start off I'm taking West Virginia I'm going back I had him last week. Uh, Hail Mary killed me. Why is the line three and a half at home against Oklahoma State? Yeah, That's a complete line play. Give me the Mountaineers. John Denver, airplanes, crashes, winds, fire. West Virginia. Uh, another one. I'm going to take Wake Forest money line. Why is Wake Forest favored against Pittsburgh? Wake Forest is horrific. Off a of buy. Uh, right a off, bit, a, right off a double-digit victory against Louisville, and Wake Forest is favored at home.
3: Where they were outgained by. Uh, Still, Chris, you know, you know yards, the drill. Um,
0: you know yeah. the drill. People look at last week; that's what they bet on.
3: Well, but but these, these the power ratings for for Vegas don't move. Like Vegas has has their power ratings. One performance doesn't move them very much. That's why Wake Forest is favored in this game because after five games of poor, four games of poor performances from Pitt, they drop Pitt way down in one. This game line has
0: been bad up. This, this line that? has
3: been bad up. Yes, it has. Yes, it has.
0: I'm I'm taking Wake Forest money line. I'm not gonna lay any points with for Wake Forest because they are a bad team, but I'm gonna take a money line. That is just strictly a situational play. Uh I love Missouri. South Carolina over 60. That is, give me all of that. South When you can say you gave up 430 yards to Graham Mertz, I mean, you're in a special breed. You're a special class. Very tough. Uh, Give me the over in that game. I was hemming and hawing on Baylor Cincy over 50 and a half. That total has been bet off uh, about four or five points. I took it off. I added Wisco, Illinois under 42 and a half. Um, but that Baylor Cincy game's juicy. Uh I also had New Mexico State penciled in. I erased that. I do like New Mexico State. That's a Wednesday game for you folks. Line has flipped four points. UTEP off a victory over FIU and what will go down as a game that sets back college football for 14, 15 years,
3: man, how we catch the under and that that game was unbelievable. I could not believe that under hit. Br- brutal
0: game, brutal game, but New Mexico state, I 10 rivalry. I mean, big game, four point swing on the, on the, on the spread. I I did take it off though. Cause I heard what you and JC said, uh, CVD, and I'm I'm gonna listen and take that to heart. So give me Old Miss minus six and a half. This is complete fade against you two. You've been objectively horrible on this show. So I'm going with I'm going with the Reds. Um, I'm a former champion. I'm a former hey, that, champion. That's fair. Speak to Chris, that's but. fair. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. Former champion. Marine. Can't even get to five hundred anyway. Uh, Penn State, Ohio State, give me the under. Now, I locked this in yesterday. We apparently made this rule. I got it at 48 and a half. What do you guys want me to get it at for the show?
3: Uh, I would say whatever it is now.
0: Okay, so we're changing the rule.
3: Well, is it – what? I mean, if it's your rule, then it's your rule. It's not my
0: rule. I, I – this was the whole Bobcat thing. This was the Bobcat thing. Oh, I,
3: I remember. All right. I saw it with Bobcat on that one.
0: Yes. So did. the over-under is 47. I'm going to take a vote. It can either be 48 and a half what I played it at or 47. Chris agrees with me, 48 and a half. JC, Roberto. Roberto, I know you're watching Nick Cassiano strike out. What do you think?
1: Harper just hit one right to the frigging wall.
0: Uh, I, I would say go with the, what it is right now. Okay, JC.
1: I'm with you on that, Rob.
0: Okay, I will take under 47 in the Penn State Ohio State game, and going forward, that's the rule, Bobcat. I hope you're listening. I swear to God. I'll put
2: that put that on mine, Steve. If you don't mind.
0: I will put that on yours. Thank you. Bob. Um, I got two dogs. I'm taking Penn State plus four and a half. Uh, I think this is a close game, field goal game. Give me the four and a half. Um, I I love what Chris said, and Chris brought up some great points. BYU at home, plus four and a half, looking at that game. If Texas Tech's QB is questionable, BYU getting four and a half, they're the worst team. But, yeah, I'm going to side with you, Chris. I 100% agree with you, Great cap, four and a half. And then uh, my lock, which will also go down as a game of the year play two and one on game of the years, two and one um screwed over at the one yard line by Texas State. Um, hate to see it. screwed over last week by a bullshit wannabe Big Ten school uh, that belongs in the Big East that really has no business in even being in Division one. Should be playing Princeton this weekend. I'm going to go with the war criminals. Um, sometimes you got to side with Hamas, And that's what I'm going to do this weekend. They are going to brutally beat down my Spartans. Um, and I'm going to enjoy it while our head coach listens to Kids Bop 17 and Ice Spice. So that'll be fun. Now um, I'm not watching the game. Just check the final score. Final score, 45-7. That's what I'm going to put it at. So I'm also reverse lining it too, by the way.
1: Let's say 31-13.
0: 31-13. Okay. Just want to pull up some scores for you. Let's pull up some scores while we look this up uh 52 to seven 52 to 10 45 to seven 31 to seven 31 to six 35 to seven thirty to three do you want to take a gander at uh what the best team in that group played against was Who? it was Rutgers so, they they are – by the way, the tunnel incident, the tunnel incident, that was last year. I know people forgot it. They're going to make a point this year. I uh, forgot
3: about the tunnel incident.
0: Yeah. Beginning and yeah. the end. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And, by the way, a lot of Michigan State fans selling their tickets Ooh. to Michigan fans. Michigan should be your game of the month. Michigan is going to be my game of the month, my game of the year that's my promise to you. If Michigan does not win, I will not give any more locks for the rest of the season. I will take an L for the rest of the season. I will take one L every week for the rest of the year if Michigan does not cover 24 and a half. And by the way, I'm Also, reverse lining this as high as I can go because Michigan is going to pour it on and Michigan State can't score on. Hope you had a great week. Hope you have a great week betting. um, J.C. Shelton, Paul Sports Network. Check us out, YouTube. Hit us up on the Twitter. Give us a follow. CVD, NC Sports, what you got going?
3: Uh, we got our totals game of the month this week. Uh, college totals. We we uh, we lost our NFL game of the month last week. It's our first big big play loss this year, so I'm not uh not going to sweat that too much. I'm not going to give Sean a, a hard time for you know. What, Stevie what we D, want.
0: I've got something for you offline. I heard a great great quote, a great quote by a friend of ours.
3: Yeah, that's fine. Um, not not uh you know that one didn't work out, but. He usually hits those, so you know, it, just one loss. We're not going to win every big play we put out, um, but we do have our totals game of the month in college. Won our totals game of the month last month on Iowa State versus Ohio under. Uh, that was an easy winner. It was I think zero zero at halftime or something. Um,
0: and you know we had our your guys' totals are are really solid by the way.
3: Well, yeah, we usually do well on our totals. Our sides have been bad, but we did go four and three on Saturday. Our, our losses were mostly on SEC games that I pushed, like Auburn and Alabama. So I mean, Auburn and uh, Georgia. Sorry, Auburn and Georgia uh, both lost. But, you know, I I, I take the L on those and walk away. But, yeah, I think this is going to be a pretty good week. I, 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 like I said, I don't love the board. Usually when I don't love the board that we have a better week. So, um, you know, when, when we find a couple games like BYU sticks out, I, I think that's going to be a play at the end of the week for us.
0: Alrighty. I love it. CBD power sweep podcast. Listen to that. That'll be out soon. I I can't wait to come back. I want one more time, please not on a week where I have to talk about the war criminals or, and and just,
3: you cannot promise to make all your, to give out all your picks for free. (laughs) Tell me you
0: got more phone calls.
3: Uh, I did. And I I took a lot of, I took a little bit of heat from, uh, from the boss man for that. So, uh, (laughs) okay
1: yeah <laughs> who's that's, never allowed back on that show
0: that's tough that's well the good news is all my picks are free for the rest of the season so that is a positive i do well, yeah there. that's
3: what we told everyone
0: yeah that's tough uh, roberto on that note uh we're back for the nfl show this week we got jim root we're talking college basketball J.C. Shelton, he doesn't care about college basketball. His school doesn't play in college basketball. CBD cares. We're in it. Uh, He'll be listening. Jim Root coming from the three-man weave in the NFL show.
3: College basketball season, awesome. We need to have uh, a a college wrestling tournament podcast next year. And I'm in. I'm in.
0: If we can bet it, though. Only if we can bet it. If we can bet, bet it, Fred, I'm down to have it. Bet Fred. Bet,
3: bet Fred, Fred is the Fred. only place the headlines.
0: Okay, if I can get a Bet Fred account, I will. Me and Rob will go in with you, and we will bet all the college wrestling tournaments.
3: Absolutely. The the I only. my promise. Well, and and here's what sucks. Here's what sucks. Like they didn't put out lines on like like the individual matches until the semifinals. And the semifinals were, um, they didn't put them out until like that morning. So like th- th- not a lot of time to put a podcast up. Well, have to, we'll figure that out, but well, that'd be a lot of fun.
0: There's other places to bat in the great United States of America or its territories. Hopefully we
3: get, hopefully we get more places, put lines out on it. Cause I, I had some, some great calls, uh, Vito Erijao from Cornell, who not only won the uh, national tournament, pulled the big upset against Penn State kid Roman Bravo-Young, but ended up winning the world title this year. That dude is unbelievable. But has got huge ears.
0: Here's Oof. my question. Will he beat John Cena at SummerSlam? More on that on the next show. <laughs> Until then, take care, brush your hair, and for Roberto, for JC, for CVD, we'll see you after a while.